I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay, and Courtney is still in Pere. But today I have the lovely Kate Casey with me. Welcome, Kate. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We haven't talked in some time. I, know. I think the last time we talked, we did like an old recap of a New York episode. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. Yes. So it's been some time. We are going to be debriefing um, all things Beverly Hills, but I'm obsessed with Kate because at, this is this is what I do on Mondays. My sister, I go, okay, let's look at Kate's list and oh, decide what awesome. we're going to watch this week. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and um, your watch list every week. So I've had a show for six years and I, so it's basically everything in the unscripted umbrella. So reality shows, documentaries, and docu-series. And I often interview the people that are featured or the people that create anything in that unscripted umbrella. So every Monday I give you a list, a guide of what to watch in unscripted, and it goes through different categories. So there's going to be a true crime. There's going to be a sports reality show documentary. It's a little poo-poo platter for everybody. It's the seafood platter, if you will. And you can pick and choose what Who you want to watch yeah exactly and some things are obviously better sometimes the shellfish is far beyond uh the the salmon so there's always something for everybody and it's a great list and I, I just think that if you love reality shows you probably love documentaries if you love documentaries you like docuseries we're all watching the same thing and I think the overarching thing is that we all are fascinated by the way people operate in the world the way they make decisions the way they break up and fall in love and all those things. So it's a great guide of what to watch. And um, I put that out and I have an episode every Tuesday where I just go through the list. I'm like, okay, this is what you got to watch this week. And I just watched the mother of sin on Netflix, the Lori Vallow story. And you had a podcast um, with uh, who was on it. 
So there are two guests I had. So it's called Sins of Sins of Our Mother on Netflix and the story of Lori Vallow, who was the batshit crazy mom who remarried soon after her husband was murdered uh, by her brother. And she by would her not brother. answer who she would never answer where her children were. It was like six months of like where are the children, where are the children. So this docu-series was fantastic because first of all, Sky Borgman is the director and she did Abducted in Plain Sight and I Just Killed My Dad and The Girl in the Picture. So she's amazing. So this one um, went through, first of all, they had an original version and then they got access to all the text messages between Lori Vallow and her new husband, Chad Daybell. And so what made it, so they kind of scrapped the original one and then they put in, especially in episodes two and three, all of the text message communication between Lori and her new husband, which is bananas because Chad Daybill basically was a fiction writer and he would write about the end of the world, the apocalypse. But then he started getting a bunch of chicks showing up and there were people who were typically Mormon, but kind of like looking for something a little bit more. And he appealed, this story of the apocalypse appeals to people who are nervous about their future, typically because of some sort of trauma in their life. So he went from a fiction writer to putting podcasts out and then making himself like a spiritual leader. Lori connected to that. So I interviewed the director of it, but I also interviewed this fantastic forensic psychologist who has a podcast called Hidden True Crime. And he so beautifully spelled out for me why she would make this decision to have her children killed and then cover it up. So the net net is this, and it makes so much sense to me. First of all, in her family of origin, we believe that her father probably sexually abused her. Mm -hmm. And she has a very, she had a very odd relationship with her brother, which led him to believe that maybe there was some sexual assault there too, in, in some capacity. She was married five times and the third or the second marriage, she had a son with her first marriage and she, she marries this man. And at some point her son comes to her and says, um, he's, he's abusing me. He's abusing me. And I feel like that's when she snapped. I think that she was like, I couldn't I totally, protect my oh own my kids. And I think that's when she started to look for other answers. And then she started to believe in the end of the world and the apocalypse. So it was like opportunity met disaster because she clung on to chad daybell and he convinced her there are zombies that inhabit people's bodies and there are different degrees of it and you you have to basically rid that person of the zombie and that means killing them and then what the other thing that the forensic psychologist said his name's dr john matthias he said he's also in that documentary but he said to me, there's a connection between the way Lori Vallow thinks and Mohammed Atta, who was the lead 9-11 terrorist. People like those two are so uh, entranced by the afterlife, what's going to happen after they die, that living people are immaterial. So Atta didn't care about the people that would die in the building in the same way Lori Vallow didn't care about her children dying, because in their mind, there's this afterlife and they will be celebrated and rewarded for their what they've done. And so she kept saying they're, yes. they're safe. They're in a, they're in a, yeah, they're, fine. She, they're fine. They're safe. She's they're like, fine. What, what, why are you asking? They're fine. And the people say also that she's in her jail cell singing and dancing. She's planning, looking forward to dying. How do you communicate with a crazy person like that? You can't. And they both killed their spouses or had their spouses killed. Yeah. But I, and their like children. I don't know if he is as, I, I think that his pathology is different than hers. I okay. feel like I could see that 
doing like a Columbine. There was Dylan Klebold and 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 the other guy, Eric. And it was just like there was one that was far worse than the other. And the other one was kind of led into it. I feel like Lori was led in. She was led. Yeah. They're both horrible human beings. Let me just be clear about that. But anyway, it's called Sins of Our Mother. It's on Netflix. And if you love true crime, you're going to love that because it really does go into the pathology. I I I watched all three episodes and I had seen like a dateline in a 2020, but this went so much deeper and it yes, was fascinating. I, I there was many yeah. things that I I learned a lot a lot of new knowledge from it. So I yeah I loved it. Um, any other recommendations of things? To oh my watch god, this always week? like there's okay. nothing I love more than going to a party and I meet somebody. I'm like, okay, what do you like? What are you into? And then they leave with like a bunch of things to do. <laughs> did you watch the Untold about Manti Teo? I believe that you did. I did. And that I just watched the one about the basketball ref. Yes. The Delaware County, Pennsylvania guy. Um, Manti Teo just returned to Notre Dame. It was like last weekend or the weekend before. And they posted the footage. It was the, one of the first times that he had returned since the whole catfishing. Uh, I, I feel bad for him. I no, feel he like was, his life was ruined. It was. But yeah. when he, he went back to the stadium they had him come out into the field and they all stood up and screamed and clapped and he broke down on the field. I have chills. I know I lost it. Yeah. Wait, what what else did I just cry about? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no, you have to hear the story. I swear to God, then we'll get into Beverly Hills. Okay. This is okay. this is like knowing me is the way I read. So I just interviewed the creator of Amazing Race, who, by the way, she came up with the idea. She's married to her husband. It was like 2000. He went to a, like a conference and she, he comes home and she's like, what's new in TV? He goes, we're running out of ideas. She goes, you're an idiot. I could come up with an idea. He goes, you got five minutes. And she goes, how about a show about traveling around the, uh, the Europe? I just backpacked with my friend after college and we were running out of money and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, that's actually a great idea. They sold it to, to CBS. She Good worked for in her. Ad- she worked in advertising on killer. Okay. But anyway, this season, they always have great personal stories. You have to watch the season because there are twins. They're like 37 years old now. Okay. They only met each other last year. Oh, wow. Separated were, at birth. They were born in a South Korean orphanage. One went to an American family in Florida, the other in Maryland. The one woman's daughter did a 23andMe test, uh, figured out there was a match at a 49% DNA combo, and they fa- that's the way they found each other. Aww. And so they've only known each other for like a year at, at the point where they joined Amazing Race. So they're, they're doing it together on the trip. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I just interviewed them. And then like if anybody who's ever known someone who was reunited with a, with a loved one, I mean, you'll just cry your face off. But that's Aww. a good watch. Amazing race for just that story. Yeah, you just need the feel yeah. good sometimes feel good, feel good, because feel good. Beverly Hills was not making me feel good. Oh my god! But I you know have- what? I feel like you're like me, where you can sometimes compartmentalize. Like when I watch that show, I'm just thinking, okay, like the pathology. I'm like, okay, like where does that stem from? Like, let's break down the relationships. It's almost like I have a diagram in my head. I okay, and you posted something yesterday on your Instagram story. Is it still up? Um, I wanted to read that because yes. I think you you bring up a very good point, and it says, and I know um, it to be true. 
They didn't want Mauricio to be a partner. So he started his own company and it far exceeded the success of the Hilton and Highland. She was the struggling sister, the single mom who became the star. Their success is not celebrated. It infuriates them. And mm-hmm. I think that is what this is all That's about. It. Yeah. I think that the show really is all about the Richard sisters. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think every housewife franchise should be about like it should tell the story of that city and what that city is about. But the fact that having this like is a family. Like, no, I feel like it like it has to tell the story of what the city is like. Who lives in like what? Who are the women? Who are the archetypes that live in Los Angeles? And that I were think, like born and raised in the city, or just who lives there? So okay. the fact that you have three sisters who grew up in Beverly Hills. And which is rare, rare for people to like grow up there. Yeah. One is the heir or married to the heir of the Hilton fortune. One was the child actor and the other was the forgotten about sister. That's the making of great television just right there. Absolutely. And then like every story Kyle has is like, well, when I was dating C. Thomas Howell and when Kim was married to this billionaire and it's like they're, they're their lineage, their their history is so deep in the fabric of Los Angeles. It makes it so, so interesting. But then add to that the layers of their relationships. It's like, listen, Crystal and Sutton and Garcelle, they all add their own value to it. But at the core of it, I think why Beverly Hills is so fascinating is really built on the relationship between those three Richard sisters. And it will be really interesting what the direction of the show goes, because Clearly right now in real time, it doesn't appear that Kyle and Kathy are talking and we don't know who's the lineup for next season. Everyone, it seems like a consensus once Lisa Renegon, I disagree with that. Um, But it's almost like Kyle right now in her real life has to pick like, am I going to be on the show and hang out with Lisa Renna or am I going to pick my sister and my family? And I think she's going to pick Lisa Renna on the show. Well, I think it's an easy decision for her. I don't, I don't, I think she's going to leave. And here's why Mauricio and the kids have that show on Netflix coming out about the agency. Yes. If you compare the, the, the viewership of Bravo versus Netflix, that's taking her career into a whole, a whole other trajectory. And I feel like she could confidently say, I, I was successful, you know, I, I did what I needed and this, I think it's a good time for her. I feel like you should always walk out on top. And I just think for the you sake of her family and, okay, and the fact that Mauricio, yes, I think she's gonna walk away. You're convincing me right now, and to also, be honest. It's not the same team in place for the show. It's kind of like a family, you know, that where you work with people all the time. When you go through the list of things that would keep her there, I just think that the the list that would make her want to go is becoming longer and longer and longer. I'm 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 literally. I, I mean, right I now. also think I think Candy Burris should leave too. I think Candy, she's had her time. It's it's okay to move forward. It's okay to go. You know what? Like Vicky Gumbelson never got this message. <laughs> but like, y- there's a time where you go. I think I should feel really good about what I built and what I created. Like, we have to go back to 2011 when Kyle is in the backyard of her house and she's talking to Mauricio and he's like, "Well, there's this opportunity and I can start my own business." And she introduces herself to us as Paris Hilton's aunt. 
Right. And if you look at the way her life has changed, and some people on Twitter were like, she's not that much of a star. I mean, she is the star. Is NBC Universal Bravo World. She is a huge. That's a big. She had a success. She was executive produced show. Maybe it didn't last, but like, I think people can have micro successes. Um, I think that they, as a, as a family, have built this agency. That's a big success. They are they're independently wealthy now. She her life has completely changed from the 2011 Kyle Richards that we saw. I remember when she was shopping in Palm Springs with Kim at Gelson's and they were fighting yeah. over like macaroni salad, basically. And they were all nervous for Lisa Vanderpump to come over to their like Palm Springs house because they didn't think it was like nice enough, basically. You know, that's my point that. So when people go, she's not a star, it's like, but in the Bravo world, she is. I think, okay, I think it's really interesting. Lisa Renna made the point, like saying Kyle is more famous than Kathy and, and she said she's richer. I would say Kathy is richer. Kyle's more famous. What do you think? Oh, I think they're, I think Mauricio and Kyle are I think their income is probably very, uh, close right now. But the fact that he has like 60 offices and now will be franchising the business without question. He's going to surpass the Hiltons. Way beyond. What? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like mind blown right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. Who, okay so, so what, Hil- what do you Hilton and Highland was was Rick Hilton and Jeff Highland, right? Jeff Highland died. Um, I don't know what what their business is now, but I. I think that we all live in, you know, a, a media centered world where we hear nonstop about agency deals. And yeah. I, I think that the fact that they have this television show just shows how much that business has grown. I, like when I hear about real estate growth, I hear about compass and agency. I never hear. I've not heard the Oppenheimer Hill, group. I haven't heard Hilton and Highland. The only time I ever heard that was when I lived in LA and it was like, kind of seem like an old timey kind of like legacy kind of firm. Plus Rick is at a point where I think he's probably wants to retire and just kind of yeah, play golf. Done. Right. Is he going to be like hustling at Mauricio is like a YPO, no, they probably YPO guy. He is like a hustling businessman. Is and he I, though? Is he just popping gummies? Is he well, high they, as a guy? I would too. If I would, I mean, I think those guys who are like CEOs, I think that, you know, probably in the real estate business, it's like you throw them a bone. Maybe. I don't know. I just think that the, I think the dynamics have shifted. I, I, I'm saying I this as that. an outsider. I'm not, I'm saying this is like who they were at 2011 is totally different. And I think people are, are kind of only looking at this episode but you have to go back and look at the full picture. You have to look at the dynamics of them as kids. And Kathy's the older sister and she marries Rick Hilton when she's 18. And she is, has an entree into a societal um, world that her younger sisters may, they may have known C Thomas Howell or whatever, but uh, Kathy Hilton is like hanging out with Michael Jackson and Donald Trump's and like all those people in the 80s with the elite. She's with the elite. Yeah. And I think that people forget this is like a family, family, their family origin. It was all about like 
being around wealthy people and having access to them. So if you're the sister who isn't the big child star and didn't marry the wealthy guy, and then she was a single mother for a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then she marries some guy who really starts at the bottom. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is um, a Sydney inspired North Bondi scent. Um, It has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Whey. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E- O-U-A-I.com, promo code TJG, always getting 15% off. Check out Way. I wish someone had told me about Lumi earlier. That's L-U-M-E. This is a whole body deodorant. It can seriously go anywhere on your body. I mean, of course, you're going to use it under the armpits, but there's other places that get stinky, if you know what I mean. How about those feet? You know, maybe a little thigh action. Um, This was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO is being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's a clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours hours. Currently, I am using the toasted coconut deodorant. I also have another whole body deodorant by them, the lavender sage one. It's more like a cream. So when I went to St. Lucia, I brought this, you know, I would use it on my feet. I would use it after the airplane just to keep smelling fresh and good and really, you know, block those horrible smells. Um, I also love that you can just throw it in your bag. It's baking soda free, paraben free. It's pH balanced for safe to use below the belt. And they have amazing scents. They have clean tangerine, the lavender sage or toasted coconut. Um, And they have a starter pack. So the starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with the solid stick deodorant, the cream tube deodorant, which that's the one I'm most obsessed with, and two free products of your choice. They have like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer to listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JUDGY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code JUDGY. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. I'm simply obsessed, you guys, especially good so you don't get those smelly flats. We've all had a smelly flat story where you've had to take off your flats and your feet stink. Get Lumi deodorant to use over your whole body. Check them out. 
Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, You know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, Are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with our guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Say you all what you want to say about the Kardashians. I personally love them all, but I'm obsessed with skims. So I first bought skims for the shapewear, you know, tighten me up, suck me in. Then I'm obsessed with the pajamas. I've given them to like all my sisters, my mom, my aunt. They're so comfy, cozy. I never thought about her underwear. Skims recently, they're created the next generation of underwear for everybody. You guys, it is buttery. You feel like you're wearing nothing. When I wear the thongs, it's like I'm not wearing nothing. It stretches out. So at first you you feel like you're not going to fit into it. You definitely do. It doesn't cut into you at all. It is buttery soft. It feels like nothing. I'm seriously obsessed. I also recently tried their um, bralettes. I'm not a bralette girly. I am a size D. Those typically like you can't wear that on a normal day. But these ones you can. They keep me up. I have the crossover bralette and the razorback one in the sand. It's like I'm wearing nothing. Um, the fits everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight. It molds to your body. It's buttery soft fabric stretches to twice its size without ever losing its shape, meaning you get a perfect fit every single time it's available in sizes XXS to 4X. So that's amazing. I love that it's all inclusive, but believe in the hype skim has over 100,000 five-star reviews. And that's for a reason. The Fits Everybody Collection and the More Perfect Essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders of over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. You can select podcast in the survey and be sure to select at the drop-down menu to Judgy Girl so we get some credit. But guys, this is underwear you literally can't feel. You got to try it. Go to skims.com. You won't regret it. Everyone is always trying to drink water. You're trying to get down as much as you can in a day, and it can be challenging, but not with liquid IV. I tear, I pour, and I live more. Literally one stick and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It is the number one 
powdered hydration brand in America. It has eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, and it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Um, I just, I try to drink as much water as I can, but liquid IV, I feel like doubles it. Um, I'm obsessed with the different flavors. Right now I'm a raspberry lemon girl. Also really enjoy their white peach. They're also sugar-free. They have lemon lime, they have green grape. Um, and it just makes drinking water less laborious. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. You can get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TJG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TJG at liquidiv.com. In terms of his career and moving up, you're like, you know, that's the kind of family dynamic that a lot of people can relate to. It's like betting on the wrong horse, right? Where they bet on the wrong horse because here she's still married and she's got success with her marriage and her kids. And she built this like TV career. Again, I'm not comparing her to like Julia Roberts, but I think she has been very successful. And I think that in families like that, when there's the sibling that's kind of like in the background all the time and then they become then she, very wealthy. Become, yeah. She's become the star. There, she, the, 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 the power dynamic shift. And Kathy is very much like the matriarch, the way that she talks yeah. to Kyle. It's like, Kyle, don't say shut up. Like, mm-hmm. and I think she comes from like, Kyle has new money and Kathy has old money. I think that's exactly. something to recognize. And also Kathy Kathy comes from the generation of like, we don't talk about our feelings. We don't throw our dirty laundry out and we sweep things under the rug. And that's what she wants Lisa Rennett to do after this episode. That we have generational differences, you know, like Crystal looked three. And she has been in a world where she has a butler. You know, it's like a completely yeah. different way of looking at life. Yes, agree with you. That's that's a really important nuance. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's ten thirty nine in the morning. All the ladies are waking up. They're kind of packing. Ren is like, I'm in such fog. This is like way worse than a hangover. She's taking in oxygen. She's like, my face is puffy. Kyle's been like, mine is too. And she's just like, I'm just so shaken from last night, but also like notice that no one's actually telling you what happened. They don't talk amongst themselves on camera. What happened? This is all we know is them in their confessionals, which I think is something very interesting. And behind the scenes, people are saying that Kathy Hilton said something to a DJ in, um, the, in the club. club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're kind of getting everyone's version of the story. Like Sutton's like, she was just like acting kind of off and she, she wanted everyone to do a conga line, but no one wanted to do the conga line. And it's, it also, it's like Kathy's way of the highway with anything. everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the, an, another important nuance, she is always the power player in the room. And then she joins this show and she's not she's clumsy Agreed. she doesn't mm-hmm. know how to how to, how to operate she's talking about tequila nonstop. it's it, there's like an agreement amongst them like this is the way we do things 
and then you stick her in and she thinks that everybody should move around her. Absolutely. Because that's how our whole life is gone. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, I guess Kathy is like, if you don't go home with me right now, you're not my friend. Also, I'm guessing Kathy is wasted. <laughs> also, Kathy strikes me as somebody who has always had Chardonnay her whole life. And then suddenly <laughs> because of a tequila business, she's drinking tequila and maybe allergic to tequila or like me with the Goldschlager. If I drink that, I will murder somebody. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not giving you gold. <laughs> what about fireball? Does that have the same effect? It's like a cinnamon whiskey too. <laughs> yeah. That would not be good either. But like, you know, she's like in her sixties drinking tequila for the first time. And like, she just seems like she went off the rails, but also the problem with the whole thing about what the real story is, there are two things is like, we know what happens off camera is always the juiciest, which sucks. And because the cameras are already left, but also there's all this innuendo and I get why she went full court press on, um, uh, anybody who printed it because there's no, actually no proof. That's so the whole that's problem. The, that's the problem yeah. for us viewers, for the producers, for the other women, you know, who it's not a problem for Kathy Hilton. Kathy Hilton is a fucking mastermind. Exactly. I, I, I'm like, oh, she's spinning this on Lisa Renna in her grief. Like yeah. that is very thoughtful. Like that was brilliant. And Kathy is also pretending like nothing happened. And it's, I but, was shocked. She but I think that, but I think that she is all. And there, we get little context clues, right? Happen, it's going to end up being my fault. She's probably the kind of person who never takes accountability for anything. It's always somebody else's fault. And when you have that much money, you can just fire people, cut them off, et cetera. Like other people don't have that luxury. Like all the context clues I think are so good. Or when she said um, that Nikki said, dealing with my mom is like what dealing like a nursing home patient. It, pretty much. I mean, I mean, yeah, like she's a disaster. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I like how Crystal comes in and is like, well, how could this, how bad could have this been? But then I'm also like, is Rob talking in her ear? Like you don't mess with the Hilton's type of I, thing. I'm sure. Yeah. And then, but okay. So Rena's big claim is that, you know, they're driving home in the Sprinter van. Also let's get the fucking van driver I, I want to hear his side of the story. I'm not joking. Point. Yes. I'm not Great joking. Point. And point. she's like, I'm going to take down NBC Bravo and fucking ruin you all. And Rena says that she was jumping on glasses, which also I'm like at the reunion. Are we going to get a picture from Lisa Rena like in Aspen, like with broken glasses on Kyle's kitchen floor? Like well, I, I honestly, Lisa Rena is smart. One thing I feel like she would have maybe taken a video like uh, to get the audio and maybe we're going to get that at the reunion or at least like a, a, if someone was literally jumping on their fucking like readers in front yeah. of me when they left the room, I'd be taking a picture of that like as evidence, especially because come mm -hmm. on, Lisa Render's smart. She's she's a producer herself. Um, do you think those things happened? I think they all happen. Mm hmm. I also think that it was probably a lot more, um, a lot more nasty comments about them individually and as a group. And I think that that's the reason really Lisa is the most upset. I don't know if she was as pissed about certain things as much as 
it was probably like, you're a bunch of losers. You're probably lucky that I'm on this show. You're bottom of the barrel. Um, I have more money than you. Where are you in your career? She probably said things that were so below the belt. Right. And for whatever reason, she's not being really specific about it. Maybe it's to protect the other women. Like, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want to say crystal. She said that like, you're only married to Rob for that. I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know what it could have been. Basically feel like anything nasty. Yeah. Anything like she has had on her mind. She had two sips of her tequila and she, she spoke her truth. And you know, who hasn't done that? <laughs> and that's why I think she's like, do you really want to hear? Do you really want to hear what she said? I, and the, I do think it's funny that what they did include was, yeah, she said she's going to take down NBC, Universal, Bravo. That's probably like the one thing they were not afraid of. They're like, uh, well, we're going to include that in because there's no way she's going to take down NBC Bravo. Right. So then it's like Kathy won't get on the plane. She's just sleeping in her room. She's just kind of keeping quiet. She's probably just like waiting for them to leave so she can go her own way. She's not going to get on the plane with these women. And then, but it's really interesting because Kyle is not going to be able to go to Crystal's birthday. She's, you know, packing her bag. Smokey's eating probably a thousand dollar sweater. Um, yeah. Portia's sitting there with her lipstick, like full, full mm-hmm. thing of makeup on her mom's bed. But she's like, I, you know, I still haven't spoken to Kathy. And I'm like, that I find interesting because oh, no, that's not interesting to me. I mean, that is interesting, but I think that's probably the way that they operate in that family. They probably go for months without talking to each other, blow out fight. And then Kyle has to apologize. Yeah. But don't you want to like discuss what was like, I wouldn't, I, as a sister be like, okay, what's going on? What did you tell Lisa Renna? For like, sure. how are we going to save this conversation or I think it's I think really interesting. A, I think she's afraid not. of her sister. Yeah, you're, you're. I think you're right. I mean, I mean, I have an older sister, and even though like we're adults and she has children in college, there is an element of her that I'm still like, okay, I still like. It's very easy for me to go back into that place as a to kid. Mm-hmm. She's like regressing back to like the little kid. Like, okay, Kathy. Like, there are some people in our lives where there's such control freaks or they're a disaster where you're just like, fine, I'll eat it. I'll eat it for the sake of just moving forward. And I feel like that's their relationship. That's probably a very valid point. Um, okay. Then Dorit and Erica go to the chocolate shop. That was, I, the, that was too long. That I was feel too like, long. I feel like Dorit is now a parrot. She just keeps on repeating yeah. what everyone else says. She's like, Oh, chocolate is luxury. It's so <laughs> luxurious. Um, but this is like, okay, so then they're kind of getting into like the whole Garcelle thing and the real and, you know, also I, Dorit's like still, Dorit was on Watch What Happens Live last night and I feel like she's mad at Kyle. Oh, really? I just got this vibe. Like there was this contest between Erica and Kyle, like who's better at what? And she kept on picking Erica. I was like, ooh, are you in a fight with Kyle right now? No, she seems like also the kind of person who's like, I just want to make, she's a people pleaser, maybe. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, But then, so Erica gets into this thing about like, well, you know, like fuck the neighbors. And then she, there's like this, they kind of break this fourth wall almost do, when she's did, wait, talking did you, to the producer. Did you think she was going to say something about the neighbor and go, I used to live next door to Ar- uh, Army Hammer? I 100%. Thought about Army Hammer too. I was like, she's gonna say it. She's gonna say it. Yeah, Yeah. I honestly thought the same thing, but (laughs) unfortunately, she's like, 
the people that are doing the best are hiding the most. And then they go, that's true. They go to like Dorit. Dorit's like, well, in this town, the rules are different for the elite. And you have to think twice if you want to challenge them. Also, Dorit is like so fucking scared. She's like, I'm not going to say anything bad because I don't want Kyle to be mad at me, nor the Hiltons. Yeah. I mean, that's like so interesting to unpack too. And then Erica says, she isn't going to be the whipping boy for this entire group. And yeah. like, you guys have another thing coming for you. She's basically like, I want the, the light off me. What Kathy mm-hmm. did in Aspen was insane. And we need to talk about it on film. Like we're not going to yeah. throw this under the rug anymore. Um, so then, you know, we're going to this roaring twenties party. This looks like the worst party. They basically all dressed up in these costumes no one even brought like plus ones it was only rob and asher Mm -hmm. um and erica didn't make any sense medusa i don't understand her i never understand most of her outfits i'm like wait what's happening here it's uh, a diana called her maleficent i was getting like a very like (laughs) lord of the rings vibe or game of thrones i don't know um but you know, Lisa Ren is just like, oh man, like, you know, I'm still kind of in shock. I kind of have PTSD, but she's not yeah. being specific with the women of what happened. No one is being specific. I felt her vibe through the TV, and this is based on only my degree in armchair psychology, is that absolutely what she's thinking at that party is I just had to listen to this woman say, this show's stupid. We're all losers. She hates Crystal, hates her house. You know, all, she, I think she wants to go, by the way, she showed up. She thinks this whole thing is stupid. And we're like losers for being on the show. I felt like she wanted to say that. Oh, that's Kate. You've really opened up my world today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like believing everything you're saying. I, mean, I don't Kate. know. Like, I think that she did have, take issue with some of the, the worst things that she said. But I think a lot of it that really gets under her skin is this like, you want to be on the show. I think a lot of it from the beginning was this season is that she shows up late because of her sister or her daughter's wedding. And, she's and neg- because the contract and she she's wanted negotiating more money. for more money. And they're like, okay, you were just a friend of now you want to come back and you're lazy and you want to travel and have uh, minimal time on camera, but you think you should be paid almost what we get paid, which is insane. Also you're clumsy. Like, the tequila thing, like, I don't need to hear about it every single time. We have this agreement. You have one big event. That's the end of the story. I think yeah. all those little things have gotten on her nerves on t- up to this point. I also think that they, Erica and Lisa are like, well, you're going to go down in a blaze of glory because we get the heat all the time on social media and outside of this. And you've been considered a queen for the last six months you get all these press opportunities the new york times people adore your profile her. people yeah. adore you when you're actually kind of a horrible person yeah. and i think that what happened is that they went so over the top with it they're expecting kyle to go you know what we're done but that's her sister yeah. so i think they are starting to overplay their hand if they had just been like just heads up your sister's terrible and dropped it it probably would have sat better Right. Well, and Rena's so cryptic. She's like, if these women knew what she said about them, they'd be so upset. And, you know, and then she just like, you know, quietly is trying to leave the party and she's like pulling crystal. She's like, 
I just need to go home. You know, I'm just really upset about Aspen. But don't you think it would have been a greater scene if she's in the middle of the party, she raises her glass and she goes, I'd like to make a toast. I'd like to make a toast to all of you whom I've worked with and loved for so many years, who apparently Kathy thinks are fucking losers. <laughs> she thinks we're paid too much. Our show's dumb. What do you have to say for that, Kathy? And Kathy would be like, huh? That would have been great TV. Yeah, but it's like it's like Renna doesn't have the balls to actually do it. It's like she's trying to like make her chest room. She's trying to be like, am I really going to take down Kathy Hilton or is this like yeah. too big of a queen? And and then but she does say in her confessional, um, she's seen the devil and it is Kathy Hilton. I mean, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grows, so could the opportunities for lower rates on loans like cars or home loans. The Chime Credit Card Builder Visa credit card has no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted and you're building credit using your own money. My favorite feature is the spot me. So it's a fee free overdraft. So you just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for spot me and chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. You, um, the overdraft fee is up to $200 without fees with spot me. Um, when you set up with a qualifying direct deposit, you can get paid up to two days earlier with direct deposit. So with a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. They have over 60,000 fee-free ATMs and you can send and receive money using chime. And if you are like sending out money and they're not a chime member, that works too. And you can cash out your money fee-free with Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash judgy. That's Chime.com slash judgy. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancor Bank NA or Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash closure for details. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, They have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class. And then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you, really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hips workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with our guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Pretty fucking wild. Um, also, I we need to talk about Erica like driving by her old house and sitting outside, and then we flash back and she has a completely different voice. Did you notice her mm-hmm. voice was like high pitch? Yep. Here's my chapel. This is the broken um pool, which I I remember when her and Tom were looking at the pool. And I was like, they're having money issues if they can't fix the tile in the pool. Oh, I also thought watching that scene then and now is that it was so clear that she had no power in that relationship. Absolutely. Because that house was actually what he wanted. She would never have decorated her stupid house that way. And the big obnoxious paintings over the fireplace, like. No, not her style at all. Just an accessory in this marriage. Like she had to do Like, remember he would walk around with a styrofoam cone or a cup. And then she would say something and you like, don't interrupt me. Um, I, it was nice to go back and to see that because um, I feel like be- she goes over the top on the show because she is she's trying to who, justify it. And like, she's, she's like, she's was literally abused. Mm-hmm. she was like literally uh, emotionally mm-hmm. abused. And now she's like taking it out on other people. Now that's not to say she, what her behavior after all this is not atrocious, but I do think that there there is some element of like, I have been berated nonstop in my home and now I'm on the show and I'm, and I she, can use my voice. You know what it is? I feel like she treats the women on the cast the way that Tom treated her in their marriage. Oh, I feel like I'm at a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> you are a real doctor, Dr. Casey. Do you know what I'm saying though? Absolutely. Because the way she talks, she's like, I'm going to minimize. That's how I think she lived every, the way she talks to Sutton is the way that she lived in the house with Tom. You're totally right. You're, and I'm I'm appreciating them kind of bridging their friendship. I do think they like each other and, you know, they're sipping bourbon together now. And mm-hmm. I, I hope they can be friends because 
I love Sutton. I, I think she's a character. Yeah. Um, and then, okay. So then we go into the whole, like Erica Garcelle talking about the real, and I guess they had, they had a nice moment there. She's like, you know, Garcelle, I think you should have given me the heads up. I thought that she handled that really well. It, that was perfect. It's perfect. like, she's just said, you know, you should have told me about it. You talked about it. And I know that's your job and you have to do your job, but I would have liked the heads up. And Garcelle says, sorry. And yeah, I, I will next yeah. time. And then Crystal walks down and she's like, it's like Lisa Renna just saw a ghost. <laughs> they like pan to Kathy and Kathy is like, do, 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 hunky dory. Um, yeah. And, and then, you know, Kathy's like, it's because of her mom, you know, and Kathy's like, you know, she's tough and it's going to be all right. Like she'll be still be fine. And then she goes to her confessional and she's like, you know, I, you know, I talked to Lisa Rennes. She was a sweetheart. She listened. I'm, you know, I'm sorry if I offended her, if I was the toe that broke the camel's back. Um, Dumb. <laughs> what? Do you think that's planned out though? Like no, the who's hunky dory, the the toe that broke the I know. back. No, that's I just how she's supposed to I think she's it. just like a complete dingaling. I that's a good good the dingaling is pretty much her. Yeah, like uh, the way she was like called Paula the woman that would like ran her home, the, like the, the woman, woman. The woman. Like what? I mean Yeah. So then I think she's surrounded herself for a very long time with people who just are terrified of her. Yeah. Or are just willing to do whatever. She just strikes me as somebody who will cut somebody out very easily. Well, even Paris is scared of her. And if you did, you watch Paris's. Yes, absolutely agree like, with you. Paris she's is still terrified. Remember at the horses when they went to the horses and yes. she dropped her bag and she was like, oh, I, my, I, I got to pick up my bag. My mom can't see my, the, the, the bag on the ground. She is terrified of her. Kathy is like an old school Catholic woman in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I think very traditional and like, she's the matriarch and yeah, Paris was legit scared of her mom and like knew her wedding had to look a certain way because of her mother. And it would have been different than what she really wanted. And it's always interesting when Kathy talks about her mom, because she immediately breaks down. And I'm like, that is the only time I ever see her emotional is when she talks about big Kathy. Mm -hmm. So I always try to envision what it would have been like to be around probably why Kyle made that TV show. Like, what was this woman like? Was she just like swilling like a glass of bourbon at the polo lounge, just yelling at people? Like, what was she like? I think she was a hustler trying to get them all work and like really going back end ways probably to do it. And mm. making sure like her girls had a nice life. And that's how Kathy probably met Rick. Yeah. Like, that was ingrained in them. Um, okay. So then Renna leaves and Erica's like, let me, let me call Renna. There's like no answer, anything. And Erica's like, well, things have gotten ugly, you know, like, and like, are we going to talk about this <laughs> in this group of, you know, of like basically are we gonna bring this up on camera? And and then and then Diana is talking about Lisa Renna being a chicken for not saying it. And Diana is freaking nuts. And basically yeah. on Watch What Happens Live last night, too. Um, they asked a question to Garcelle and Dorit and said, Do you think Diana was actually sick? And then they were like, Well, that's what you told us. And Andy was like, hmm. like basically no one thinks she was sick and she just stayed in Hawaii because she didn't want to come. But that's a similar, it's interesting, the parallels between Diana and Kathy. It's like, they both operate like the, I'm so, I have so much money. Mm -hmm. You guys are do whatever they want. 
you're beneath me. I am I'm friends with Elton John. Like, I don't need to do what you want me to do. She, she won't stay in the, someone's home. She has to have her own luxury hotel room. She has an advanced team that shows up to make sure she's facing the right, you know, direction of the sun. Those two live very parallel lives. Why do you think Diana did the show? I think that someone like that may have that much money, but what they don't have is fame. And she's been in the background for too long. She has these charity things, but she doesn't get the accolades that come with it. And in her mind, I think that she thinks her story as a refugee should be told. Um, But but I think that there's too much darkness in her story Mm -hmm. and she's not the best communicator. And I think it's like gone all wrong. I also feel like she never studied the show or watched. Not that you should study the show, but you should be like, what's going to happen. Who who takes a job and doesn't know what the company does? Exactly. I I completely agree. The only other thing I other theory that I kind of believe was like to get Asher some notoriety, too. Oh, absolutely. Without question. And and I think maybe even the son. I don't know, because, you know, he's kind of made an appearance, too. But yeah, Asher, absolutely. And he seems very nice. Do I think that he should get his own Broadway production? Probably not. They look disjointed. I said, looking at them is like looking at, like a picture of them together is like looking at the co- the flyer of a Scandinavian cover band. Like they don't make any sense. It just, it's it's an interesting pair. That's <laughs> for sure. Um but basically we kind of we kind of end the episode with like Erica, you know, wants Lisa to speak up and and take down Kathy Hilton basically. Yeah. And Erica's like I have nothing to protect. Why are we protecting Kathy? Like now's mm-hmm. her turn to go down. I do tell you, I really think a lot of it is this bitch shows up Five episodes, four episodes into the season, Lisa Rinna would get mad at Denise Richards for the same reasons. Like Lisa Rinna is the biggest hypocrite of all time. Like like, coming at Richards, but she would get mad at Denise for not showing up to filming because I think she's like, I show up. She does strike me as somebody who shows up on time to work. I absolutely. She's always the first one at all. She's the the first one there, and she's like, I I'm here. Why did these people not show up? I, and also, I always think that the, like the issues between Lisa and Sutton also have to do with like, here's Lisa Rinna, who's been in the entertainment industry for many, many years. And now Sutton joins this show and they're all of a sudden they're being invited to the same opportunities. Like when Marin Morris was uh, filling in for a talk show host, Lisa couldn't do it. Sutton's asked. I think there's a part of Lisa, just like a lot of people in the entertainment industry who are like, these reality stars get on a show, they get all the access that I do, but I've been working in this industry for years. So that's a layer of their relationship that I don't think can be expressed through the show. And why does it seem like Lisa Renna and Harry Hamlin don't have money? I mean, I know his thing is like, he won't redo his kitchen. Um, They're not extravagant. I mean, her vintage Gucci is in their garage, like getting eaten by rats, basically. Mm. It's very strange. I, mean, I don't think it. they have money, but where does their money go? Maybe, but also maybe they're one of the few people who just, I, Harry showy. Hamlin seems like he is not showy. Yeah. He's just he a Renaissance like he, man. He would go to the dinner party and he would see somebody show up with all labels and just be like, even his own wife, by the way. But I think he'd be like, oh, that's gross. Why do you have to act like that? You should be more confident than that. 
so maybe it's really him. Maybe if they weren't together, she would be different in that way. I don't know. It's really hard to say what people really have, but I can say that just based on the kitchen alone, it's disturbing. Most housewives, I think, are all smoke and mirrors. I do definitely agree with that. I think it's the richest one of all of them is that woman, Nina from Dubai. I also think um, Jackie, New Jersey. I don't think so. I think Nina, Nina Dubai well outpaces her. But do you think Nina Dubai, it's fake? No, I think that they own homes. Or excuse me. I think they own buildings in Dubai. Okay. So real estate. I think Jackie probably has a lot of family money, but I think that that like real estate money in Dubai where there's like a different tax issue. Yeah. I think so that's a like a whole level. other level. Yeah. 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 Any final thoughts? I, I, I personally knew this episode would actually be nothing, but I still thought it was great. Like we learned nothing yeah. new, really. <laughs> oh, I just think it all goes back to like, I do think that housewives over the years sometimes annoys me because it has to be about like someone has a felony or somebody at a dinner party through like a, you know, like a wine glass, like those big moments. But I actually think it's the small moments that say so much about somebody. You know, the little things that they say and they do give us so much more context for who they are and the way they look at the world. And I think that we're all cultural anthropologists and that looking at this show says so much about relationships between sisters and coworkers and people in your neighborhood. And that neighborhood happens to be a place where the rich and famous play. And everybody is looking past their, your shoulder to see if somebody more famous is walking through the room. You're totally right. And that, that again, this housewives has to be about that city and who operates in that town. And so Beverly Hills is so much about the imagery of like acts, like, like how much wealth you have, but it's not based often on substance. So you could have a conversation with somebody and walk out of a room and go, I actually don't know one thing about that person <laughs> when it's so different than New York. So I do think that those women do highlight that story in a great way. I think it's built on the Richard sisters, but even with Sutton, that she serves a purpose. Like she's a woman who is married, was married I to somebody love in to financial services, about but she's husband. kind of like, she has access in some ways because she's got the money, but she'll never be accepted because she's not in the entertainment industry. And everything there is like, who is one or two levels above you? Yeah, you're totally right. I love this. Yeah. Um, Kate, tell us where we can find your podcast, your Instagram handle, your Twitter, everything. So uh, Reality of Life with Kate Casey, anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Um, Instagram is at Kate Casey, C-A, TikTok, it's Kate Casey. And that must uh, must watch guide. You can get it katecasey.substack.com. It's easy to do that to sign up because it just comes to your email box every Monday instead of having to search for it all the time. But it's just a great guide for what to watch all week. And I promise you that I'm going to give you things that are off the radar. Wait, there's one. Uh, Let me just give you this one. I looked it up. It's for for next week, but I got to tell you to look for it. Yeah. Okay, so it is called. You guys, this is my Mondays. I go to my sister. Okay, let's see what Kate says for this, this week. This, I've never heard this story and I'm obsessed now. Okay, so this is what we're going to look for. Um, the Curse of Robert the Doll. Okay. Okay, and believe it or not, it's on the Travel Channel. Okay. <laughs> but this is why you need to. Okay, it's considered the most haunted doll in the world. It lives behind a glass in a museum in Key West, Florida, where every year thousands of visitors come to look at this doll, but they say that if you look at the doll, you're cursed. 
like bad shit happens to you. It's uh, so this one tells the true story of the origin of the doll, uncovers the story of its first owners in 1905, and seeks to find out why this doll is so nefarious. People are traveling to see this weird doll, and like you go to visit. And that, and and by the way, it's in Key West, which is like suspect. That's why the Southern Charm people are always going bananas. But yeah, isn't that weird? Robert the doll. Okay, I'm totally all. Don't in. you think that's a great like dinner yes. party topic too? Like, do you guys know about Robert the doll in Key West? It's like so awesome. I love that. I love yeah. that. Oh, wait, one more that you're gonna okay, like. Great. So this is next week, but okay. but you be prepared. Hostages is on HBO. It's a four-part series about when they uh, took the hostages at the embassy in Iran in 1979. It was that Ben Affleck movie. Sign me up. And it tells the whole story. You know, those hostages were kept for for 444 days. So anyway, that's four-part. And that starts Monday and Tuesday, the 28th and 29th. And I know that's going to be hard for people because Bachelor in Paradise starts the same day. (laughs) <laughs> but just kind of like that's what dvrs are for dvr it and then like dip in later because if you want to watch like bachelor in paradise this is gonna be like a whole other thing but i think it's important to like go back and forth so like you'll feel real it'll be dumb. your palate cleanser yes you'll feel yeah. real dumb watching bachelor in paradise but then you'll watch the hostages and go i need to just go back to somebody like having a threesome just to balance it all out completely completely palate totally. cleanser yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, thank you so much this was thank you awesome. thank and you. we will chat again soon Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.